Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Truth Defender podcast. We are coming to you from the greatest country in the world, the great state of Texas, deep in the heart of the Lone Star State, Dallas, Texas, more specifically. Uh, we really appreciate you guys stopping in for another episode. If you guys aren't already a subscriber, please consider hitting that subscribe button for us as well as that like button. Uh, and also don't forget to hit that bell icon so you guys don't miss an episode in the future, whether we go live or put out another episode of our uh, High Strangeness series. Um, if you guys are on the go and you want to check us out, you can find us at Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio and Amazon Music at Truth Defender Podcast. If you love what we do here on the show, please consider uh, sharing the link with a friend, family member, or colleague. Uh, just take it easy with people at work because they might not understand uh, or be as forgiving as we are here. Um, if you guys have any questions for myself or our guests, as well as guests or topic recommendations, you can shoot us an email at thetruthdefender1776 at gmail.com. So we're jumping back into things this week. Um, I have been out of action for the entire week. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I've been sick. Sound like crap. Feel a little better than I did at the beginning of the week, but we're going to be kind of pushing through it. I feel like I just ran a marathon. I'm sweating and I'm out of breath. Uh, it's been kind of rough. Um, so I'll be kind of ga gasping for air here uh, quite often. So I'll try to keep my involvement in this a little limited and let Jason run wild. Um, but yeah, as you guys can tell, we have Mr. Jason McLean back on uh, from SerialPapers.com, as well as Jason McLean Questions Everything. You can find him and everyone else's work over at Texas Front Porch on YouTube as well. Uh, but we'll let him kind of run through the schedule and the gauntlet of shows that they have up every week. Uh, so that way you guys can get a better understanding of what's going on over there. Uh, so without further ado, Mr. Jason McLean. How you doing, Mr. Sir? So far, so good. I get to run amok. Is that what I'm yeah, hearing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was like, because I was as soon as I was doing that intro, I started like getting tired, and I was like, oh man, what the <laughs> heck? <laughs> I get it, man. I was I was sick on Monday, man. I I get it. Um, two things I always recommend: a silicoximum. They okay. come these little things, uh, like these little capsules, and you you they cut and they're like little pellets. So you just put them under your tongue, and right. uh, vitamin like airborne. It's a vitamin C supplement, but it's designed for uh, fighting off like flus and stuff. It, it, again, knocks knocks all that right out. Not gonna get me a freaking bottle of tequila or something there tomorrow. Take a shot or something because yeah, as soon as I was just, like halfway through that intro, I was like, ah, I was like tired and I was like, I can't breathe. <laughs> so, that was rough. I get it, man. I get it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy, but yeah, that's that's so that's what that's been kind of rough this week, but. Um, so like the whole, I guess the topic for today, we're going to be kind of discuss, or not kind of, we're going to be discussing weather manipulation and whether it's used as weapons against countries for whatever reason. Um, obviously the main one that everybody kind of thinks to, as soon as you say, or mention anything kind of related would be harp. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like, like the bigger one I've, I was kind of in the same boat as you as well. I don't, I don't think harp was directly used for that kind of stuff but mm -hmm. obviously technology similar or that came from there um would yeah. probably be involved in some form or or another but i mean so i guess kind of let me know or let everybody else know kind of what you like your main reaction to that whole topic would be like do you think that right. governments actually use weather as a weapon in that way 
I mean, my general take on it is, um, again, I never say no to anything unless I am for certain, like I was there, I have direct line of, you know, knowledge, that kind of thing. So I never say no. I, do I believe that they, that not just ours, but other governments are trying to actively manipulate the weather? Absolutely. Like that's not even a question. Do I think they've been successful in militarizing it to the degree that people, uh, you know, in, in these in this field sort of talk about? No, I don't think we are. Like, I don't think they steered Katrina into Louisiana specifically, right? I don't. I don't think we've got that kind of weather capabilities. Now, do I hold out the possibility that there could be something? that we could nudge a few things here and there and have maybe make some larger changes to weather pattern that I think we can do. Um, and we may be doing it. Um, my, in, in, let, let me, let me throw a couple of buzzwords at you. I think the system, I think the weather as a, as a dynamic system is just too vast, too massive, too complicated with too many moving parts to manipulate it on a granular sort of aspect right like i don't think they can say we want rain in this city at this time i don't think they can move hurricanes or even start more hurricanes necessarily but if this technology were to actually work i think it would be something on a larger scale like you you're like what you're doing is you're you're tipping something that maybe is already happening but you're you may be able to sort of help exacerbate it a little bit maybe create a sort of a system that because because we we tend to think of weather as being a static thing and it's not our planet is vastly complicated it's like we like the big the most the most sophisticated quantum uh, it's not even quantum yet but the most sophisticated computers that we have on earth are dedicated to weather uh pattern recognition and the best we can and i mean really the best we can do is just tell you like 15 minutes in advance Hey, there's a storm coming, right? Because it's, you know, we can be, we can do good. Like we can do generally pretty good, but it's too dynamic to control on a granular level. But like I said, if there's a weather pattern, uh, maybe a larger sort of theme, maybe we could have some, you know, we could maybe be like, hey, let's exacerbate this thing here, right? Sort of like, uh, you know, if you're off by a, a millimeter, uh, on your aim when you're when you're shooting if you shoot at somebody from 20 feet away being yeah. off point yeah it's not a big deal but if you're shooting at somebody from 100 yards you've missed them by feet yeah and so the weather because our our system is so dynamic i do think it's possible that maybe that we we've developed some technology to kind of maybe tweak a few things that that have maybe larger overarching impact yeah so i mean I don't know how far that goes back, but like, I guess the first mm -hmm. time we ever heard of the the term coined uh, weapon as a, weather as a weapon was coined in Vietnam. So mm -hmm. like the United States was like, yeah, actively seeding the weather and Operation Popeye to manipulate the rainy season. So they wanted to extend the monsoon seasons so they can have all that you know, yeah. while they were attacking and stuff like that. So that's that was kind of like when that whole term was first coined. That's kind of what right when you first hear about that possibility happening like on a wide scale um obviously using it in war would be right like the main reason to have it i mean there's been instances throughout history where like the weather 
benefited one side or the other and they were able to attack or outlast longer, you know, whatever. So that would, that would obviously be a big help if we were able to have that at a flip of a switch, obviously. Um, right. I, don't, I don't think we're kind of quite there yet that we know of, but I mean, when you talk about like seeding, cloud seeding, so that happens like in the Middle East all the time. They do that for like yes. months and months at a time so they could, they could rain. Um, obviously, the Dubai and all those areas that hardly ever rains unless they do that. So, um, right. And that's a, that's a great example. Uh, things like cloud seeding, that is a real thing. In fact, Arlene just mentioned it, you know, uh, you know, the, the rain words where you try to exacerbate, again, you, you try to stimulate rain. That is something that's done. China does it. I know for a fact we do it, but I mean, China's you know, publicly talked about it. They have these. So I, I guess if you want to talk about a granular, something again something on a smaller level to you know affect rain in a specific given area yeah there is cloud seeding technology that exists it's not exactly um you know it, it doesn't have the capabilities that um you know we see in novels you know sci-fi things like geostorm like i don't you know it, again something small creating clouds yeah yeah we can we have some ability to do something like that Right. But it tends to actually to Arlene's very valid point here. It does seem the problem is when you do that, you you upset a balance. And that is an issue. Um, But I think when you know, when we talk about weather manipulating technologies, it's like, okay, yeah, you can make little impacts here. Maybe that does have a larger impact. Again, butterfly effect kind of a thing. Um, And then maybe that has larger impacts than we're giving it credit for. Right. But I think when most people think of harp, to your point, it's doing things like moving hurricanes or creating a heavier season. I don't think we're doing that. But that being said, look at China right now. They're in a massive drought, an unheard of drought. Um, Pakistan has, there's literally a new massive sea in Pakistan. Because Pakistan's basically, you know, it's, it ha- it's basically a bowl the essentially this ma- this large massive habitable area in in Pakistan just com- is now completely underwater this is weird this is why at first when you when you talked about this I was like eh, I'm not really a big fan of the of the, even the idea but at the same time I'm looking at these and I'm like you know that's uh softly odd to have those but again is that is that us doing it deliberately or is it here's the here's the worst part what if we can manipulate the weather but we can't really control what it does all we're doing is screwing up a a dynamic system and because really harp hasn't even been active for a while according to most reports it hasn't been active in a long time that begs the question what if we just screwed it up and it's in some of these more extreme weather patterns that we're seeing are a result of our screw-up yeah so i mean so you, you talk about screwing it up and so like the end of when was it the end of 2019 so like the uae obviously it's mm-hmm. very hot it barely ever rains now we yeah i have been looking at this for a long time but they were doing cloud seeding for for like years and at a time yeah. they were going like straight like every month they would shoot off some new clouds up into the sky and stuff and it's it's basically like water particles that they're shooting up into the sky that's supposed to be mixing yeah. and all kinds of stuff it's very scientific obviously i'm a 
weather doctor, so I understand all of it. But um, you're not a weather doctor. No, no, I am a weather doctor. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm a weather um, OBGYN. Yeah, I so the rain. There you go. So, um, but like, so like in Dubai at the end of 2019, um, there was like torrential downpours and like mm-hmm. the streets were flooded and they were pumping water out of like the malls and stuff because it was just raining yes. nonstop. So yeah. that would be one instance of it like going awry. But you know you speak of China. So in China controlled Tibet, they have launched a weather controlling machine, whatever that consists Mm -hmm. of in 2018. um, And that was to modify the weather, like in the area, because it wasn't raining enough. Um, Now, obviously it's widespread throughout China. So I don't know if that's continuing to happen. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, But they said sometime in like December of 2020 um, that they were launching artificial rain enhancement rockets yeah. into the sky like like over beijing um so i mean there's they're shooting something out there um whether it's controlled i doubt it because there's not really anything you would be able to control about the weather in that way they're just kind of shooting stuff into the sky and hoping they catch rain but there's no like limitation yeah. to it so it, it could just keep going and going for all we know well, and, that, and, and that's actually um, so. I was actually reading on this uh, like a couple months ago. They were talking about all the rain that was happening in Japan, and they said, you know, China has been trying to do this, manipulate the weather to give them better, to give them more rain, and they're experiencing the worst drought that we've ever seen. But it's raining harder than it ever has in in Japan. It's like, what if they succeeded, but they succeeded in giving Japan the rain and actually took it from them. To Titan's point, yeah, I mean, HARP was supposed, the theory was it uses, it was that HARP used electromagnetic frequencies to manipulate, again, that's the theory, mm-hmm. uh, to manipulate the ionosphere and, and, and perhaps affect things that way. I think the simple fact of the matter is there's, you know, there's the stuff that people leak, right? We, we've talked about this a lot, you know, disinformation is a real thing. But, and we know, and we know, weather manipulation is something that is again, we it's publicly talked about, but it doesn't look like it's very successful, at least not deliberately. It, in fact, if anything, it looks like it's more of a, you know, you're, you're kind of throwing things against the wall to see what sticks, kind of thing. <laughs> because it's again, I go back to this, and I cannot stress this enough, which is also one of the reasons I have problems with the whole global warming. Of course, now it's climate change, but that's a different thing. Our planet is too dynamic to control weather is too like people talk about detonating nuclear weapons to break up a hurricane right would they and this has been a, i mean people have talked about this for decades this is not something that trump dreamed up when it's like no people have talked about this and the simple fact of the matter is it would be a you know what you'd get with if you nuke if you nuked a a hurricane you'd get a you would get a radioactive hurricane like that's it. That's the most you'd get, because people are like, well, think about all of the heat that's expected, all the energy. The an average, I think it was like a, it was like a category three hurricane, or even a category two hurricane. I, I'd have to double check this, but essentially, it produces the same amount of heat and kinetic energy and friction as a nuclear bomb does every minute. Hmm. Now it's vastly dispersed over a much larger area. Yeah, but I mean, the but the amount of actual energy that a hurricane has is unfathomable. 
and what it's doing is so it is so far beyond us that it's insane weather is too dynamic it's never there's this whole idea again i'll, I'll talk about it why not Let, let's piss a bunch of people off yeah climate change is the reason they changed that was to climate change from global warming was global warming was a prediction that has failed entirely it has completely and people are like, what about that what about what what about what they're like what about hurricanes we this is one of the weakest hurricane seasons we've ever had there's no evidence at all the hurricanes are getting either stronger or more prevalent if anything it's, they've actually gone down but look, it's more expensive when they hit. Well, it's because our dumbasses are building really expensive things where there are hurricanes. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And instead of building things out of, th- out of something like a monolithic dome, which is my which is my dream, which are these, you don't know what a monolithic dome is, is a giant, or they're not giant, they can be whatever size you want, but they're concrete domes. They're essentially made of, they're made of concrete, steel reinforced, and they have a plastic coating that actually reflects the sun. They are, they will withstand a, a category of an F5. Sorry, they'll, they'll withstand a direct hit with an F5. These things are insane. They're basically bomb shelters. You could, if you, again, a little better planning, not that our government's actually good at that, but if we actually planned things, we had a slightly more well thought out infrastructure, wasn't, you know, designed by corrupt people. Um, and started using monolithic domes, you would see, you wouldn't have these scenes like in Texas, right? Like a couple of years ago, we had that F5 that went yeah. through, um, I forget the town, uh, it was east of here a bunch of years ago. And like the, they went down this, the, one of these main streets and you could just see the slabs of where the houses used to be. Yeah. It was basically clean. It was like someone just took this, it was like a great hand that just come down and, and wiped everything off the map. And it was, weird. Um, yeah, it was, it was yeah. rough. even even when the hurricanes were when I was still living in Dallas, it was like mm-hmm. going up like lower Greenville into like University Park where we used to live up there. And it was just going like through the middle of Dallas, like this freaking tornado. You would yeah. drive around like on the other side of town and it was just like tore through neighborhoods. It was weird. Like we were we were sitting at home, mm-hmm. like we could hear it like outside and we're just like kind yeah. of wondering if it was going to roll over us or not. And it was raining like crazy. We used to have these giant trees in the backyard and they were just like breaking. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But my point is we we could, if we want if we actually this is the worst part. If we actually wanted to do something, we could make we could make hurricanes essentially uh very minor issues. But as far as their impact on our society. But the broader point here is climate change. No, climate is dynamic, is it changing all the time? Yes. But we haven't seen any warming in the last 15 years. Was it a global we, cooling before? Yeah, it was global cooling. They were talking about we need to do things to heat everything up. Now we got to do things. To... Guys. Screw take... you, Al Gore. Yes, yeah, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> just just take a dartboard with a timeline and throw, the, and throw a dart at any time in history. You will find a radically different global mean temperature. That's just it. Really? Oh, no, the glaciers will melt. And all and all of the polar bears will die. Well, let me ask you a question: Did the polar bears evolve over the last thousand years? Well, no, they've been around longer than that. Okay, great. Then how in the world do they survive the warming period before the Middle Ages? It was way hotter. You know how I know it was warmer a thousand years ago? 
because every time a frigging glacier melts, we find evidence of human habitation. Where things just got so cold, they left. Like we find tools and villages, and they were out there mining and doing things. It was a. It's been a lot warmer. It's been a lot colder. Our planet is dynamic. That's the broader point here, which goes back to the hubris of weather control technology to begin with. Like, let's move beyond the, you know, what are they maybe doing? It's clearly they're doing it and they're screwing things up. You can't control the weather. It's too much. It's too powerful. The best, if we've done anything at all, all we've managed to do is screw up weather patterns and I mean, China gets a drought. China gets a drought. I don't know that I care that much, um, but I do care about the about the the innocent people in China who are hurt, because you know that 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 drought isn't hurting Xi Jinping. Nah. It's not hurting the the you know the the bureaucrats. It's hurting the you know the people. I I do care for the people. Care about the people who are hurt in Pakistan, because that's a tragic thing that's 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 happened. The simple fact of the matter is. Any weather manipulation technology is just bound to screw it up for 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 people, and it's it's too much. Like there's, it's not. A, it doesn't seem to be effective at all. It's only effective at showing that we aren't competent enough to do it, and we should probably stop trying to. Yeah, it's, it doesn't seem like it's uh, it works too well. We're screwing with stuff that we shouldn't be doing, and they're just like. I got it this time. Like this time, I can make it work, and it just keeps going and going. Just like we just finished getting over COVID, and now they had this yep. whole thing where they created an even stronger version yeah. up there in freaking Boston University. And it's like, yes, yeah. we, oh. we just have to screw with stuff. Like, it's just like, like we have. Let's to. create a version that can't possibly exist in nature, and let's see what happens. Why? Why? Seriously? <laughs> um, yeah. You can throw. Uh, so Titan had a comment uh, that. Monolithic domes are made right here in Italy, Texas. And this is true. 15 minutes from my house. That's actually how I know about them. Uh, my dad used to take me there all the time to look at them when they first opened. Hmm. But like we've talked to the people who created it, who designed it. I've watched it sort of, you know, that company grow and, and my, literally my whole life. Yeah. I, have so, to think yeah. Of them. I never really heard about them. So you mentioned that. So. Oh yeah, no. Let me know. I'll, we'll we'll drive on down there. I'll, I'll show. They're they're interest. It's an interesting technology. Uh, again, when I finally build my forever home, that's my on my little plot of land out in the middle of nowhere, so I can be left alone. That's what I'm building it out of. Hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, let's take a look at that. I never really heard of that, so that's yeah. worth a look at. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. I'll take it down. Nice. Yeah. So it's like here's here's. I guess the main reason why this even came up in the first place. So I've always had like a sneaking suspicion here and there that, that it was controlled, obviously um, that they could use weather in mm-hmm. one way or another to make it rain more, maybe, maybe it causes droughts or, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this happened back in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so right when we had that huge snowstorm here, in texas oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes like, it, it snowed so so bad for everybody and, and like we lost power here where i'm at for like three days straight there's like no heat no hot, like electricity so it was pretty rough we were like i had a bunch of candles up and we were like sleeping yeah. in the bathroom all together because we have a pretty large bathroom so what we were doing was like closing the doors and making sure the heat wouldn't get out and like we had like yeah. a mattress in the bathroom and we were all sleeping in there because it was it was warm 
um but like a lot of people died during that time yes um it was terrible and there was like four million people without power and all that kind of stuff um but there was a lady she was an actress i guess she was an actress i never heard of her um by the name of Sirsten Weldon. I don't know who that is. I've never heard of that name before. Never heard of her either. Um, she was doing an interview with somebody. Um, and of course they called her a QAnon conspiracist or whatever. I don't, I don't know her. I don't know what like she was talking about or what that whole interview was like on a larger scale. Um, but this, she was referring to the fact or not to the fact, but she was saying that the Chinese paid the Biden administration to allow them to run weather manipulation experiments on Texas. Now, this, according to her, was the reason why all of that happened. Um, and this is what it says. It says, she was referring to the unprecedented snowfall and record-breaking cold temperatures that Texas mm-hmm. experienced in February. The winter storms initially left over 4 million Texas without power and heat as the state's electrical grid experienced major failure. Weldon later claimed that the Chinese normally use their weather warfare weapons to pull the hurricane stuff from the Arecibo Observatory in Puerto Rico. However, since the observatory was currently closed at the time due to its main telescope being damaged, Weldon said that China launched its weapons from the Ecuadorian High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, which is HARP um, facility. HARP facilitates monitor solar radiation located in the ionosphere. So she was saying that they were, that the Chinese paid. Joe Biden and his staff or whatever, mm-hmm. all that money so they can run tests uh, on us here. That's what she claimed. I don't, I'd never heard of that until I actually read yeah. this story. I, uh, I hadn't heard that particular one either, but I don't know who she yeah. is or like what her deal is or what's going on, but it said ex actress. So I'm assuming <laughs> she got some crap for that, but yeah. Um, well, it, it, this goes back. So this is again, this is one of those fundamental problems you have with with a lot of people who are whistleblowers, right? It's like, okay, why do you have this super secret information? Yeah, right. I mean, that's why you, right? Like there are like, I see why people could, you know. I mean, okay, I, I we've talked about this before on one of the other shows. Um, La Marzulli, I get why someone would go to him. Right, he's big enough. He's he's a big enough name. I can see people saying, "Hey, I want someone to tell this story." Now, do I think you should necessarily trust them? No, I think the government does want misinformation, disinformation out there. We've talked about that, but it's like you're some random person. Now, does that mean that there's no reason for her to know this? No, there probably is. Like there could be a, a reason for her to know this. Maybe a family member or a close friend has this connection in, in that they're passing on to her, but. That's sort of my first question is, okay, how do you have this super secret information that nobody else seems to have? So am I calling her a liar? No, I'm not. I'm certainly not. Do I think it's necessarily outside the realm of possibility? Like I said, I never say anything is 100% zero, right? right? But it, but again, it's like, okay, this is some random person saying random words. That's about how we can view it. Because... Let's be honest. I mean, it's not, it isn't like weird stuff doesn't happen all the time. Now, is it happening more? Well, that's a question, right? Again, we only really have, if you start to realize, as far as genuinely good, precise weather uh, readings and measurements, we only have them for less, 
140, 150 years. I mean, yeah, we've got stuff that goes back to the 1700s, 1500s, 1600s, but it's people writing say, hey, this happened on this date. Okay, but we don't know if there was some you know year in 1312 when a bunch of, you know, when we had 20 hurricanes slam into Florida and wipe out a bunch of tribes, right? I mean, we just don't know. I mean, we don't know. It, maybe the weather got so weird one year that it, that Lake Michigan entirely froze over mm-hmm. and caribou were, were sauntering across. Like, we just don't know. We only really have, I mean, even I'm, I'm being generous with the 150-year thing. Really, it's only last 100 years. And really only since 1975 that we've had really good weather satellites to observe this stuff. Right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's like, it, it feels like a lot of this is designed. Uh, all right, let me get a really conspiratorial. I, I try, yeah, really, sp- you're like, all right, something good. None of this logic and rational stuff. <laughs> I, I, okay. Something I've been thinking about for a while is, and we and we've talked about this for a long time, and, I, and I'm not. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm. I'm speaking out of my butt on this one when I say this. It feels like a lot of disinformation. What they do is there's a kernel of truth, okay. but then they throw a lot of this flashy stuff around. So you're busy looking for the flashy stuff, right? But you miss the actual kernel of truth. I, I, I don't even want to use the the uh, thing I usually use. Let's use UFOs. Uh, there's a great documentary called Mirage Men. This is the thing. People have come out and said, look, I'm done with the military. Yeah, we manipulated the UFO community to get them to say these things we wanted and to because it just it threw them off of what they were really looking at. Because we didn't want them to know what we were actually doing. This is not a hard thing. You know, this is something that happens all the time. Someone goes in, they flash some badge, like I'm with the DOD, or I'm with the CIA, or I'm with NSA, or I'm with, and you create sort of this this illusion so that the conspiracy theorists will go off and they they will follow the more dramatic stuff because that allows them to look for something and it creates this atmosphere that allows them to hide what they're really doing. Okay, again, we're having a fun time and I want to talk about the the model I usually use, but the simple fact of the matter is. We've seen this stuff where it's like, here's the truth. Here's this weird conspiracy theory that they promote, and they make certain that you hear it. The moon landing is actually a great version of this, right? Um, oh, I forget his name. He's on, uh, or at least he used to be on Coast to Coast all the time. But he was a reporter um, working during the moon landing. He was one of those cub reporters, like he was brand new. So, so they actually sent him down to be at cape canaveral you know back when you had to wait for someone to call or someone to actually walk in and tell you stuff so he's there and the vice president and the guy who runs um nasa they come in and they have this weird looking dude with them and the and the guy who runs nasa he's meeting all the reporters and he's introducing to this guy who's handing brochures out these little (laughs) pamphlets and this dude this random weird looking dude is claiming the moon landing was faked. Here's how they did it. It's all Marat. It's all, you know, they did it on a sound stage. The capsule hasn't even returned to Earth yet. And he's got, and remember, this is the 60s. He didn't just go to a Kinko's, not that those <laughs> exist anymore. Um, 
and and, and Xerox off some stuff he made on you know, on a typewriter. These had to be printed, right? And then I mean, this was a lot like, and he's in. So you're like, hold on, how does this guy have a pamphlet already made up the whole nine yards? And why in the world is the guy who runs NASA introducing him to all these uh, newscasters or all these news reporters? Like, why would you do that? He forgot about it until like 10 years later, he was in, uh, he was in, he was walking around California somewhere. I think it was just outside of LA and um, someone hands him the exact same pamphlet. Not something with, no, it was the exact same one. And he's like, and that's what got him to think. Was like, this is weird. So he started looking into it. It's his theory that the faked moon landing conspiracy theory was created by NASA to hide what they were really doing. So everyone's trying to figure out, well, we didn't go, how did we fake it? They're trying to figure that out. But they're missing sort of a more obvious point, which is that missing two minutes. Right. You know? And so uh, there's so much like that. Again, okay, I'll, I'll just say, because I always, I always talk about it. It's like Pizzagate. Everyone's looking for these super secret tunnels and they're looking for these, this, you know, all the flashy stuff. They miss the obvious that there's a dude with his own freaking island that everyone goes to. That every, and, and again, the worst part, and this is sort of my broader thought on conspiracy theories. The thing about, about most conspiracy theories is, in a way, they're comforting. Kids being trafficked by, by you know, some multi billionaire who we don't even know how he got his money like that's that's something we could probably actually change because think about it, everyone actually knew that's the worst part everyone knew everyone knew they just they helped cover it up Every, politicians the news media all of them essentially helped cover that up but believing that there's some super governmental organization with advanced technology and they're drilling. It's like, well, that's nothing I can stop, right? I can't stop that, but I can talk about it. But the idea that, hold on, you mean this guy right here and all these politicians that we've been voting for are in, are just kind of doing it publicly. And they're all in on it. That's Disney's in on it because they, you know, you're like, well, hold on that is something I could do something about. Like that's, that's, I think that's why a lot of conspiracy theories, like it gives you that sense of, I know more, but also it, it distracts you from what's really happening. That really happening. That's something you can do something about. That's information. You really can choose to make different decisions. Right. So again, with like the whole weather changing thing, again, actually Titan, you know, this is why I love Titan. He knows exactly where my brain is going. <laughs> to bring it back to bring it back to Harp, right? What if the whole weather changing thing is the cover? So we're busy looking for, well, did they do this? Did they do this? And instead, what it really is, is an electromagnetic weapon. It's a new type of weapon that is designed to knock out or distort EMP. Maybe it can't, maybe it can create. You know, maybe the you know any weather modification that occurs in a certain area is a is a side effect. But you ionize a certain area, and that that creates electrical instability. Boom! You've got a massive lightning storm that just lights up an area. Yeah. Or again, you block out someone's 
again, uh, more simple. You block out their communications. You take out satellites in orbit without having to fire a weapon at them. Yeah. Maybe that's, that may be a big, uh, uh, you know, again, what if the whole weather manipulation thing is actually more of, it's the distraction. It's the sexy assistant to hide what the magician's actually doing. The tricks are always really, really simple. We overthink them, right? Like how does the guy who made a uh, statue of Liberty disappear on television, David mm-hmm. Copperfield, you know how mm-hmm. they did that trick? Mares? No, oh. no. It is so freaking stupid and obvious that you will kick yourself. Here's what he does on national television. So he's got a live studio audience, right? Mm-hmm. And they're there. There are people on benches on this stage. And that's that's true. He has this thing set up where he can draw a curtain and draw it back, right? And they have a radar. It's the most hokey. It looks like, you know, some prop from, you know, from some old sci-fi film from the 60s. It's like, here's our radar. It just has a blinking, like, perfect dot where the Statue of Liberty is. Right. He draws the curtain. Okay. And it's all one contiguous shot. You have to remember, this is one contiguous shot. The stage. He says the magic, he draws the curtain, says the magic word, and oh, oh no, the light has gone off on the radar, and he draws it back, and the Statue of Liberty is gone. Okay, that's what you saw. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh no, it's gone. Like the live studio audience is freaking out. Like, oh no, I, where did it go? And then he draws the curtain back, and then it reappears. He draws it, and it's back, and everyone's like, oh, he brought back Lady Liberty. He moved the stage. <laughs> the whole stage is on a rail system. They just took the stage. They moved it a few feet because of the camera. So when he draws the curtain back, the camera is now looking instead of here at the Statue of Liberty. It's just right here. And everyone on stage was in on it. Hmm. They're all yeah. actors. We're like, well, look at all those people. Certainly he couldn't have pulled this off in front of a bunch of people. You're right. He couldn't have pulled it off in front of a bunch of people unless they were paid actors. It's the obvious. It's the, they just move the stage a few feet. You don't <laughs> see it because the camera's on the same stage. Like, how did he go through the Great Wall of China? It's like, how did he move through it? He walked around it. It was a broken part of the wall. Like, he just literally, it's like he goes in here, he just ran around and pops up on the other side of the stage. He didn't go through anything. The camera's designed to point where the, where the, he just walked around. That's all he did. <laughs> it's, it, again, magic is always really, really stupidly simple. Yep. But you, you throw the glitz and glamour at it, so you miss the trick. I think a lot of... Again, we know that we know the CIA created the word conspiracy theory or the phrase conspiracy theory in the 60s to throw people off on on Kennedy. Right. Like they perpetuate a lot of these because they know once someone gets a hold of it, they'll run with it. And everyone's busy looking over here again at the sexy weather changing, uh, you know, assistant and miss the obvious. It's a particle beam weapon. Because here's the thing, the really advanced weapons don't look like Star Trek. That's not what they look like. You don't see the laser beam or the phaser. It it doesn't look like a ray gun. It's going to look like something like the harp setup. It's a bunch of arrays that generate electromagnetics that 
uh, particles that allow them to direct where it goes in the atmosphere. It's, you know, oh, hey, look at this really advanced technology. It must be an alien that, that they're working with. And it's like, no, it's a drone. You just don't know that the technology exists to create that yet. It's a flying wing that you've never seen because no one's ever, because it was it was in the late stages of development during World War II. We brought it over here. We've been playing with it ever since. Because we need to understand how it works so we can make a thousand of them. Making one is, you can make one of anything. Yeah. Making a thousand of something, that's hard. And you have to understand how and why it works. You have to develop new math, new technology to even build some of this stuff. So a lot of this, the technology itself is so advanced, it, we wouldn't recognize it for what it is if we saw it. Is it a weather? It must. It's a weather machine. Oh, we're over here. Look at the weather machine. Over here, there's some weird thing that occurs in the upper atmosphere, and we're like, maybe that's something to do with weather. No, we just blew up a satellite. And China's freaking out because we can blow up satellites now without having to send up an anti-satellite weapon that they All can right. block. Yeah, yeah, it's. I was looking at what Titan was saying down there as well. Um, yeah, so Harp would have been um, leftover technology from Tesla. I think it was uh, he had a electromagnetic like machine that was heating up the ionosphere or something like that. That's that was like some kind of yeah. That's one of the theories machine yes. he had or something like that. So I have no no doubt that that came from him or some form of it. But um, yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. I mean, mm-hmm. now that, I mean, I'm going to kind of go here through a few cases of, I guess the military trying to do experiments on the weather and some that are not even of the military, but um, yeah. here's just a few like examples. So attempts to modify weather have been made since at least the late 1940s, um, the U.S. Navy, Army, and Air Force, working with General Electric, uh, made the first attempt to modify a hurricane under Project Cirrus uh, yeah. by dropping about 80 pounds of dry ice into the clouds. It's kind of weird. I guess that would maybe work. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, 80 pounds doesn't feel like they would, would do much <laughs> anything. Well, I mean, the, so, okay, there's actually, like, the principle makes sense because, again, what draws a lot of, you know, uh, again, what creates a lot of these weather patterns is the is conflict between hot and cold. So if you can, if you can, un, if you can destabilize it by adding or introducing more cold to it, it changes. It may make it hot. It may make it worse. It may make it, you know, may reduce it. But eighty pounds doesn't seem to. I can't imagine that doing jack diddly crap to to a storm like that. Well, who knows? Yeah. Um, so the next one would be Project Cumulus, which was the British Royal Air Force between 49 and 52, uh, included cloud seeding experiments over the south of England um, and was allegedly responsible for the 1952 flood in the Devon village of Lynmouth, which resulted in 34 deaths, allegedly. Ooh, um, uh, allegedly. Yeah. In the 50s, the U.S. Forest Service carried out a project called Skyfire, in which they experimented with cloud seeding techniques to decrease lightning in order to reduce forest fires. Um, it would really one... help to help de- decrease forest fires is if we actually managed our resources better. And that's a whole other kettle of fish. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why, why, why bother trying to change weather when we could just go and, you know, actually manage the forest appropriately? Just 
clear out all the underbrush, introduce better, um, you know, uh, you know, better light. nature. Okay. Quick rant. Okay. Nature doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah. That's bull. This whole, well, nature knows what it's doing. No, it doesn't. We as humans have the ability to go and properly manage force. We can introduce, we get out of the undergrowth, which and we can even plant new things, which allow for there to be better. Uh, it, it's not about balance; it's about optimizing the area. We've done this. There's there's plenty of force. You know, these smaller areas where people have gone out, they clear out these underbrushes. It prevents the fires. It actually promotes uh, greater biodiversity, which is what we need. And people think, oh, left to its own, nature will be... No, nature will destroy itself in a lot of things. We can... There are things we can do. Dude, you know what's terrible for, for trees? Elephants. Hmm. They destroy trees. But my point is, instead of spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on something that will not work or may kind of work a little bit, we could spend a couple million and just, you know, do things that actually promote biodiversity and prevent forest fires all at the same time. Right. Yeah. And I'll go again to uh, what Titan was talking about there. So that is actually true uh, as far as heart being able to control. Like, oh yeah. Rain waves and such. Um, so like yeah. it, they were saying that there was evidence. Um, so it could, it could be potentially overheating our brains that would like influence our moods and, and like, like mm -hmm. how we act and stuff. But there was evidence that harp was used during Iraq, uh, the Iraq war. Mm -hmm. um, and this, they were saying that it was believed to have been used to radiate electromagnetic waves like onto the battlefield, um, which was mm -hmm. kind of weird because there was this one instance where there was like a mass surrender, like there was yeah. just like one battle or something like that. Yeah, I remember um, that. So it was like they were, they were saying that it was used to like control like emotions and like fear and all, all that kind of stuff. So they just kind of gave up and they're just like, yeah, we're done. So um, that actually is a, is a thing. <laughs> Being outnumbered and outgunned is probably a good reason for that to have happened as well. But, but the idea though, right. Um, actually I was talking to Ken about this. They did an entire episode on missing in Alaska on that very phenomenon. Cause there were people when harp was active would like zone out. Like they became, they would just in walk. Like this, like they would, they would, this, like be in some sort of a trance-like state. People, people literally died and went missing because they're, and they thought it was harp. It, the thing is, it wasn't affecting everybody, but it would affect a few people here and there. So again, I, I have, you know, our brains run on electromagnetic uh, impulses. So I have no doubt that, again. We think about electromagnetic weapons, we EM weapons. We think about what I talked about, you know, destroying a satellite or whatever. We have to remember a lot of this stuff can easily affect us as well, and that's just as effective a weapon. Like with particularly with like okay, lasers are probably the easiest thing. It's like everyone thinks, oh, it's going to be this big red beam and it's going to cut through you. No, it doesn't. It'll be invisible, and it won't have to cut through you. They just have to cook your brain. And by cooking it, I mean raise it at like 30, 40 degrees. Yeah. And you're dead. That's it. Or your heart. They could cook, they just have to cook a very small part of your heart. You're dead. And that could take a fraction of a second. You would literally like they you'll never hear a shot. Mm -hmm. You won't see it. There's no puff of smoke. There's no sound. There's just what looks like a big black baseball. 
like maybe the size of a softball, maybe a little bit larger. Maybe it's a, let's say basketball. Let's just make it that's on a tripod that's pointing somewhere. And the guy, the sniper, he's hiding down. He's got what looks like a PlayStation controller and a screen. That's it. He just points it where he wants it, pushes the button. Your heart is cooked. And here's the thing. You don't even need special skills for this. Every kid playing Overwatch right now could do this. <laughs> because it's a laser beam. It's a direct fi- It's direct line of sight. There's You don't have to worry about wind. You don't have to worry about conditions. It's literally just point and click and the, and the person's dead. The same thing with microwave technology. They've got these new things they want to use for crowd dispersal. Right. And the first thing everyone freaked out about is, guys, if you miniaturize this and you put that in a room with a person, imagine what you could do to them. Like they thought said this technology is going to be used to torture people. We are electro, we run electromagnetics. You could have, in fact, we talked about this on the channel a few months ago. Uh, there's this uh, tower. Everyone thought it was, it was this, it, it's disguised as a tree. But it's, it's an electric, it's a tower and no one knows yeah. what it's for. But mm-hmm. on this one part of the highway, they have the most road rage of any place in the state. Yeah. A lot of people I've speculate it's, it's some sort of electromagnetic event like that. I've seen those there. Um, I, when I was, I've traveled through like LA, they have a lot of them. They're like these giant towers with these weird mm-hmm. boxes on them. And like, they look like trees. They have like grass around them. You can still see like all the stupid yeah. radars and stuff on them. And it's, what they are is like, um, they're called stingrays. I don't, they, that's, that's the name I've heard before but it's like they're fake like wireless internet i guess like um what do you call them like fake um towers so like whenever you leave the airport make sure you don't have wi-fi on or anything or you don't use your phone as soon as you're leaving the airport because you're switching from the airport internet over to a stingray that catches traffic in between and mm-hmm. that's where they kind of get your signal, and they they're they're able to get to your into your phone, oh, wow. and get your text messages, and stuff like that. And yeah. then you, you like transfer from that, which is like the middleman, onto your like carriers network, like in between. But it has to hit that stupid stingray, like in between, in, in order for them to be able to access your phone and stuff like that. And then you go over onto like your network. So like whenever I leave the airports, my phone's off until I get to like the hotel or whatever, and then I flick it on, and then it's fine. But that's kind of what that is. But it's also used in that manner because it's shooting off so many like electromagnetic waves and it just hits people like crazy because it's yeah. sending signals off in every which way. Um, yep. And it, it it can cause like moodiness or like you get angry for like no particular reason or you're right. like, aggravated or something because it's screwing with your body. That's why they say not to use like wireless headphones because yeah. that electromagnetic wave is like hitting your brain and it, who knows what it's doing to you. Obviously, a lot of people are, are getting brain cancer because of it. So well, but, I try to use like wired ones instead. Oh, yeah. Well, plus Bluetooth never works for me. But <laughs> it's so here's the thing. Again, it's like maybe brain cancer, maybe. But also just look at how mean people are. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's really one of those things that I think isn't. I don't think we take into account and a lot of this stuff is. People are just mean. Yeah, like, it's, it's like we've gotten meaner and we, and, and the more 
now again is it psychological i think it's definitely a part of it you know our media is designed to make us angry now that's what it's designed for it's what's pumping out but that being said is it possible that the all of these electromagnetic frequencies are agitating us changing you know again it's 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 affecting those 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 neurons yeah I, I, to say to say that's an impossibility i think is ludicrous and to think that these people wouldn't that it's like well but the government wouldn't do it if they knew it yes they would they'd finance it if they knew it could if they knew it could you know if they knew it could make you somehow more controllable because remember they don't control does not require you to be docile they just need you pointed at the right area in fact, it could be very useful for you yeah. or for them. If you, if, okay, that's, that's an entirely different conversation. Point is, <laughs> yeah, it may be that the entire weather manipulating thing is, is itself a cover. So we miss a little more, something that's a little more obvious. Uh, Titan was talking about, you know, there, cause there, I, I, again, I remember this during the time there was this weird rash of bear attacks during the 90s in Alaska and in Canada where harp was centered and people were even saying hey maybe this big electromagnetic thing that they're working with is causing interruptions or is causing agitation making them more aggressive i again it's like i remember that i remember reading and feeling the stream and it's he cuz he's right and it, it's you think that they wouldn't necessarily look at that and say, oh, I wonder what we could do with this. Yeah. It wouldn't have to be, like you said, uh, control. Like they wouldn't be trying to control people's emotions. Or they would just kind of turn somebody in like a certain direction and just let them loose and go that way. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's maybe aggravated a little bit more, a little more angry or something. Mm -hmm. We'll just kind of tilt them this way and just let them go and see what happens you know so there's yeah. a um did you ever see the movie the losers yeah yeah uh, okay it is it's it's funny but it's also terrifying when you because i think it's probably truer than we'd like it to be so the the premise is it's actually based on on a dc comic it was that's a whole thing um but they were making this weapon essentially it was a it was a the equivalent of a nuclear weapon, but it was more ecologically friendly because uh, it used sound, right? Okay. And the idea is that the bad guy is actually someone who works for the United States government, sort of a free agent. But what he's doing is he he wants this weapon built because he's going to give it to terrorists. And they're like, why? He's like, well, he's like, what are they going to do with it? Goes, I don't know what they're going to do with it. <laughs> and he's like, because, but what it will do, whatever they choose to do with it will allow us to do what we want to do. He says it's like handing a it's like handing a loaded gun to an eight year old. You don't know how it's going to end, but you're pretty sure it's going to make the news. And that phrase is stuck in my head for years because he's one hundred percent right. A lot of us, I think we we have this idea that we like the government would have to sit there and control every aspect of some thing for it to be a, you know a fault. No, they just need to be like, let's make certain we don't arrest these guys. Or let's let's make certain these people can make it into the country. Yeah, that happens all the time. Like they don't. Mm -hmm. It's people think they like when I really hear instances of like mass shootings or any kind of terrorist activity, and then you always hear stories afterwards about like the FBI had them on their radar and like they were yeah. following them for months. And then people are like, "Well, how did they 
just like not know this was going to happen. They exactly. did know. Like they did it on purpose. They let that shit happen. Yep. Like they could have stopped them like weeks ago or whatever, but they just wanted mm-hmm. to see one, well, either they were funding it and they put it into play or two, they just wanted to see what they could benefit off of the aftermath. So, yeah, because yeah. they knew whatever they did would be something that they could. I don't want to get too far off, off field, but Magneticus has a great point on um, the Tipod thing. That is that's something I talked about on 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 air was the the entire the whole Tide Pod thing was actually a meme. No one was doing it. No one was doing it. It was all photoshopped stuff. It was a meme. It was funny. That's all it was. Then the news media got a hold of it. Now, is it possible that the people who run the news are too stupid to understand what a meme is? Yes. However, a more likely situation is they they recognize it for what it is, but realize, well, we need, we need something to scare people with. And what's going to scare parents more than, Hey, your kids could be, could be doing this. And because they put it out there, because they popularized this idea, people started doing it. They weren't, that's the word, like they weren't doing it when it was a meme. They did it once the news media started talking about it. Some of the more notable ones was that whole thing. I don't know if it was happening around the country, but remember that, weird trend where like people were going to grocery stores and licking the freaking bluebell ice cream yes every single person who did that needs to be beaten within an inch of their lives rehabilitated and beaten again (laughs) so that was one of them and then Mm -hmm. you had that one where the people were lighting themselves on fires like in the bathrooms yes in the showers and then the people that now are cooking chicken with nyquil that was another stupid one and then where kids were licking toilet bowls that was another stupid ass one and it's just like come on people like it's not by accident but you know whatever but (laughs) yeah it's it's definitely weird i mean Mm -hmm. just run through these quick last few here just so everybody can get some idea of of um kind of like the experiments done throughout the years um let's see there was so that last one we finished was skyfire where they were trying to reduce electricity and uh, lightning strikes uh, Project Storm Fury from 62 to 83 is the government trying to disrupt the infrastructure of hurricanes in the Atlantic by flying aircraft into them and seeding them with silver iodide. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, was, I um, heard about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that has like flying a plane into it like, seems like a bad idea. But I get they go over and then they, yeah, they see it on the end. I've heard about that one, yeah. Um, multiple countries, including the U.S., were modifying weather in November of 97. Uh, Wall Street Journal reported that in, the, in order to dissipate excess fog, the Malaysian government would be signing an agreement with Russia at the time, uh, officials, for use of technology, which would allow them to create a cyclone. Uh, that's stupid. The state, yeah. state-run state Oklahoma Weather Modification Program, stupid Oklahoma. It's a good thing Texas crushed them in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I was there for that, thank God. Um <laughs> State-run Oklahoma Weather Modification Program conducts cloud seeding ex- operations in Oklahoma to enhance the development of rain showers. And th- why would you do that? It's like it's like in the heart of Tornado Alley, and you want to yeah. be screwing with the weather still. Like, why would you do that shit? That's dumb. Um, but it's Oklahoma, so what? Uh, yeah, ex- I, I've never intis- I've never expected much out of an much. Oklahoman. Uh, in October of '05, Business Week reported that China, Russia, and Mexico were modifying the weather, with China spending about $40 million a year on weather management programs, which is still going on today. Uh, since the early 1960s, weather modification incorporated 
of Fargo, North Dakota, has offered professional weather modification service to insurance companies. Whoa, to insurance companies. Uh, water resource management groups and federal and state government research organizations. They specialize in weather modification, cloud seeding, rain enhancement, and fog. I would think that'd be a major conflict of interest. You're offering weather modification technology to insurance companies. Uh, hmm. Okay. Well, I could, I could, well, I can see them wanting to lessen the power of a storm, right? And again, we 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 tend to forget what all is insured. You know, I mean, so, you know, if they can make a storm less powerful, I think they would probably relish that idea. Particularly in Texas, if we can get fewer fewer hailstorms, it means they have to pay less out. Um, or even along the lines of, again, stopping droughts, uh, because, you know, that ties into a whole bunch of other industries. So I could see them wanting it. But, and again, it goes back to, we know they do it, Right. We know that they're, you know, on the smaller scale, I think the thing is when we think of weather modification, we think of, again, someone pushing a button and a tornado appearing out of nowhere and assassinating the prime minister of Uruguay or something. They try to, who was it that they try to do that with lately? Or like, I think a few months back, they were trying to kill, assassinate one of the vice presidents of one of those Mm -hmm. South American countries like that. They tried to shoot her in the face and it didn't like, like like the gun misfired. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's like uh, if you're gonna try and kill somebody, at least bring a working weapon. That was wild. I saw the video. I actually have the video of that. I'll find it somewhere. Um, but this is like the main one that was really kind of I really caught my eye. So a Russian company called Elate Intelligent Technologies Incorporated offered a professional weather modification service using directed energy since at least 1992. The unit consists of a power supply which provides current to a series of antennas that focus on electrical charge into the air. The unit is connected to a computer and can tailor weather patterns over a distance of about 200 miles. So well, that's, if it's from Russia, we know it's legit. Well, we go to Russia for everything, even like rockets, and you can't even get to space without them, which is dumb. Yeah, yes. Don't even get me started on Don't get me started on our space program. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so wild, but... I, just the fact that they would even have any kind of weapons or technology that we would need lets you know that we don't really hold think of them as the bad guy in this whole thing. It's just a big scam. Oh, it is. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 yeah. No, it is. It, again, it. Mm, that's an entire. You know, this entire episode. But I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> yes, I do think that if you know if Trump was in, he wouldn't have invaded. Partly because. Yeah, Trump would have actually done something. Yes. However, I also think it's because this was a planned deal and this is nothing more than just a big money scam. This this is yeah, this is about it's about money and about power, and it's not necessarily and this has all been planned out. This was negotiated during Obama. This yeah. was supposed to have happened under Hillary, and that's and when that didn't happen, everyone's like, Oh, whoa, what just happened? So yeah, it's what's wild. Uh, Once the curtain zombie made it into the into office, they're like, "Oh, good, things are back on." And they said, "Oh, the, the adults are back in in power." It's like, really? Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, but I think it was. So Arlene was mentioning: is is there any any journalists that are that can be trusted? Yeah, there's a bunch of them, but Ish. the problem with that is that even if you try to do your job correctly, you have this 
journalist that went missing like a week ago. Um, yeah. He, we're actually going to be talking about him as a guest on last week. Um, so we're talking about Michael Hastings and how he disappeared mm-hmm. or like he was killed or like how he died. Um, but as soon as that episode was done, like this whole thing happened. And now there was another guy that was uh, James Gordon Meek was a journalist that worked for New York Times or something like that. Yeah. He was writing a book about like Obama and Biden and all that stuff. And well, he, he was, was, it was, he was, it was specifically, he was looking into, at least according to his to the friends, he was looking into the pullout of, of Afghanistan. Yeah. And then yeah, the FBI yeah. raids him and then he goes missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's a whole another one. So like, we'll be talking about that with him yeah. on Tuesday of next week because he's, he's, he's quick on the trigger. He, he wrote a book about that already. Like a little, like a hundred page book that, that he sent me and stuff. So, um, he's a real good author and he digs deep into that kind of stuff quick. It was only, it was only like a week after he messaged me about it, that he had like a whole book up and running. And so wow. it's, it's definitely, I got to read through it this weekend, but, um, so if anybody's interested in that, we'll have that next week. Uh, I think Tuesday is what we're looking at, but if not, we'll let everybody else know what's, what's happening. So, um, so yeah, he got raided and then now he's just missing in action. So yep, not even a body or anything. So it's just weird. I mean, well, it makes you wonder how often that actually happens. True. You don't really he, hear about it. So yeah, well, I mean, he was one of the, he was a, he was in, he, I think the problem was he was a more well-known producer, Right. That's why this got it. But the thing is, it took three months before anyone knew this had even happened. I mean, Veritas, I mean, they get raided all the time. Uh, I can never remember his name, the guy who runs Veritas. He's been thrown in jail numerous times. James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like this stuff happens a lot. Again, this is one of those things that goes back to can they be trusted? Well, no, but also there's there is good information out there. That's the thing is there is. The problem is the goods out there, it's just, it's mixed in with the bad. And that's because they can't control everything, but what they can control are broader narratives. They just, it's like, hey, look at this over here. And you miss the obvious. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's, it just, I guess it just depends on how close you get and what you plan on doing with the information. I'm sure just like reporters or journalists Mm -hmm. that know a lot of stuff those people know that they would never say anything or like it yeah. benefits them. So, they, they, you know, it's whatever, but because they're in yeah. on it, it may, yeah, they, they essentially aid in bed these things because they're, it makes them part of the crowd. Who was the actress that died a couple of months back? Like in a car crash, supposedly in LA. Oh, yeah. Um, was she, Anne Anne she was Anne doing Anne some Anne. kind of like a, like a documentary on a pedophile yeah, or something was. as well. It seemed, yeah. it's, it's interesting that it was yes, all these, was. People that like Paul Walker was one of them. Um, the guy from from that band, I think in Park, what was his name? Yeah. He died oh, as well. Uh, Ch- uh, Chester Bennington. Chester, they were all like, I don't know if they're working together, but I know Chester Bennington and a couple yeah. other people that were like in Hollywood or somebody, they were putting together like a, another documentary about it. And then they both died or something like that. Yeah. And now her, she's dead. I have, I have video of the crash and they were taking her in the ambulance. She was still alive when she was put in the ambulance. I have the video of it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they were saying that she died in the crash and all the stuff. And it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, again, car crashes. Okay. It's, it's, it's silly, but 
did you ever see the uh, Josie and the Pussycats movie they did years ago? I think so. Okay. It is. I hate that I love it as much as I do. Um, but there's the scene where it's towards the end and they're like, do you ever wonder why all of these, um, you know, uh, you know, these, these music, these musicians die in plane crashes or have um, religious experiences and disappear. It's because we brainwash them. And if they, if they go off, you know, we use their music to sell products. And if they go off track, we just get them out of the way. We bring in the new act. In fact, it opens with uh, the guy who played Nightcrawler. Um, he, he's managing this boy band, and they're saying, hey, we were just listening to the music. We noticed this really weird thing. And basically, it was, it was the whole backmasking thing. He goes, mm. that's, goes, that's very interesting, guys. I'll get right on that. He And it, he turns around. They're on this private jet. He turns around. He goes, uh, Chevy to the levee. He grabs a <laughs> parachute. And jumps out of the plane, and the plane just goes down. Jeez, it it's over the top. It's silly, but it, it it's like, what if that's actually not so far from what we think it is, and not the back masking, you know, mind control thing? Because again, maybe that's that's the distraction. We are influenced way more than we realize. Mind right. again, that's what we were talking about. Again, talking about this on the channel a few weeks ago. MK Ultra never stopped all of those psychiatrists when they left and went into the into these universities and ran their experiments there and it's and in that technology and the things they learn and how to manipulate you it's in every phone they it's in every advertising firm it's in every um computer game they know how to make certain you spend money the right way and do what they want like this is it's again goes back to they give you something flashy like back masking. Oh, here's the sexy thing. No, it's the fact that they only put out certain artists. Yep. They, they promote certain things as a unit. That's the problem. And so it changes the culture. They can't control you through back masking or whatever, but they can control a broader swath of the culture so that everyone's going again. One of the weirdest things and makes you really go, huh, is Jim Morrison's father, Jim Morrison, the guy who is literally the leading man for the psychedelic movement, his father was overseeing the Gulf of Tonkin incident. You're like, whoa, stop right there. That's too one. much. Yeah, yeah. He was not, he overs- it's like that's that's too much of a coincidence to deny that. It's because the people who make it big, and how many music, how many rappers and other artists have come out and said, You want to sell it's like, hey, you're you're doing well. You want to you want to sell you want to sell a couple million copies, and you want to go double platinum. You do this, we're going to get you doing these things. But to you to walk through that door, you got to do you got to compromise yourself. And how many people have said that? I think we need to take that way more seriously. Yeah, it's so like to that point. I mean, I think I've mentioned it before, but um, there's a great book by a gentleman called John Potash. Um, I actually had him on the show very early on. Um, and the name of the book is called Drugs as Weapons Against Us. Mm-hmm. Um, the CIA's murderous targeting of SDS, Panthers, Hendrix, Lennon, and a whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he specifically talks about how the CIA handlers were drugging these guys into like creating movements and like, mm-hmm. I guess, um, protesting against 
certain things here and there, blah, blah, blah. And then once they tried to like wake up, once like Hendrix started trying to get sober and all that stuff, they yeah. had him killed, you know, stuff like that. And same thing with like Tupac, Kurt Cobain and John Lennon and all these guys. Um, I actually had him on the show, which was episode 12 for anybody who's interested in that show can go back in the archive and look at that show. Um, he explained everything. I think he even had a, a, a movie on Amazon prime. If, if it's still on there, I think that's, that's where I saw it. Um, if you guys want to watch that as well, that like, he, he goes into like Lennon and like Paul McCartney and all these guys and like how they were being controlled with, with drugs, like how the Beatles got like tricked into taking drugs one night when they were like at a, yep. a dinner with somebody and they had like LSD like slipped in their coffee and stuff. And then from then on, like they just went and did all kinds of crazy shit after that. Um, so it was like a real crazy story. I have his book and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's mm -hmm. a great book. Um, that's like a whole crazy like rabbit hole to go into. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Well, and again, it goes back to it. It just to bring it back to the whole weather, the question of weather manipulation again. Does it happen? Yeah. Is it is it the way it's portrayed in movies? No. Yeah. But what if but what if the weather manipulation is the distraction from the more obvious fact that these are just electromagnetic weapons that's being worked on that's maybe and maybe it's being used on us every single day yeah. and we don't realize it it's making us it makes us hungry it makes us angry it may, you know so we buy more bullcrap food so that we can you know we so that we kill ourselves that way makes us angrier so we we don't think about things the way we should maybe it's an electromagnetic weapon that can also be used to take satellites out without actually having to send something maybe they can you know it just seems like when you stop and just say okay well, hold on what if what's promoted is the crazy stuff to distract us from the obvious again like david copperfield making the the uh the Statue of Liberty disappear. He didn't make anything disappear. He just moved the camera. And yeah. everyone and everyone who's supposed to be keeping him honest is in on it. Just like our all of our news media is supposed to keep everyone honest, and the ones who do disappear. The ones who get paid lots of money to spout nonsense, they have all these wonderful careers, they're in on it. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, going to that point, like, I think early on when they, when Harp was being built out, there was, it wasn't based off of, it was based off of another patent that was like, that was supposed to be used for transmitting subliminal messages to like, like mm -hmm. over the radio and stuff like that. Um, so this was been like early on, like in the, oof, was it? like 50 60 something like that i don't remember exactly what it was but like that's that was like the whole basis for this like, like harp like they were supposed to send subliminal messages um that's that's what the patent stated i haven't seen it like all the way through i i've seen pictures of the patent i don't yeah. know if you can like find it still i have to figure out what it is but right um, well it was it, about it was about using the atmosphere to because okay we got to remember back you know before satellites right mm -hmm. radio communication was all there was so it's like, how do you get a communication, particularly a secret communication from the U.S. to somewhere in Russia or China or whatever, right? So that's what HARP was, again, the thing that HARP was based on was trying to do that was take and use the ionosphere to move this radio signal, you know, or again, another type of signal 
further than a radio signal can go. That's how AM works. It bounces off the ionosphere and comes back down. That's why you know FM just goes out, which is why it's so limited. It's limited by the curvature of the Earth, whereas AM can reach out. Like I was listening to eight twenty. I was in. Uh, I was driving back from Arizona one time. I get in at, at night. You could hear eight twenty from Dallas, hmm. in Arizona, New Mexico, because at really at night again, it's bouncing off the ionosphere. Well, that's what they were trying to do with the original version of Harp. But maybe they found some other use for it. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. I haven't. I'm reading here. It was uh, the pendant wanted to be able to insert subliminal messages into TV and radio waves without the listener, viewer ever knowing. Mm-hmm. Considering what we have learned uh, about Harp, so yeah, when Harp was built, like in the '90s or early '90s, I mean, yep. who knows if it's? I'm sure it's still being used for that in some way or another. But yep. It's well, Magnicus is is pointing out voice to skull. This is this is something that's like the whole Project Bluebeam thing. That's a that's another thing that scares me, because you think you're hearing something in your head. You actually are. <laughs> you actually, but you are. But it's not because you're having some sort of transcendental uh, communications. Because some dude has a, has technology to broadcast that into your skull, and you can hear it uh, because you know the bones in your eardrums. I mean, it's it's a we. The whole Project Bluebeam thing is freaky enough, but... That's an actual um, viable technology. Like, in the military, they have, like, skull radios. Like, where you put it, like, on your jaw, or, like, it has to be hitting some kind of, like, um, bony area, like, in your face. And you can hear what the vibrations, like, speaking in your inside your head and not through your ears, which is weird. Like, they have these microphones, and they put them, like... It's, it's real yeah. crazy stuff, but it's an actual thing. Like, oh, it is, yeah, bone it, conductive uh, <clears throat> audio devices. Yeah, no, it's that's insane. It really is. But now that you can do it at a distance, and we keep forgetting, like the the people who kept having those weird um, illnesses in Cuba, in our Cuban embassy, and a few others, where yeah. people were like, this is some kind of weapon. It's either sonic or EM, but they were having these weird attacks. It's it, it's weird because it's like it makes you wonder if if it can be used. I mean, I'm sure it can. Like long, I guess, like long wave kind of thing where it can be directed at like a, one person. So like you have that yeah. thing where, um, you remember that guy Isaac Cappy who was who killed himself in Arizona. Yeah, he said that he was hearing voices in his head for like days and days, and then he finally jumped off the highway and he got hit by a car and all that kind of stuff. But that would be the kind of like the same thing where like mm-hmm. these these guys are being targeted for whatever they know and they have information concerning blah 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 xyz some guy in the government or like a famous actor or whatever and they're deliberately hitting them with these things driving them crazy making them sound crazy because at the time of his death he was telling everybody like i can hear them in my head and like i'm he was like talking to people and like and then he just had to kill himself because he just couldn't handle it anymore so yeah um it's yeah it's definitely wild but it's not i don't i don't whenever somebody tells me something that would be considered like a conspiracy of any kind involving the government like i don't automatically shut it down like there's people that you you talk to and they're just like oh the government would never do that to us it's like really yeah they Uh, they have they would they have ow that's hotter than it should be. Um, they would, they have. No, they, they would. Yes, they would. They have, and they already have. I mean, just that's, there is literally nothing 
the only conspiracy theory I I just I dismiss out of hand is that the government is competent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the only that's the only conspiracy theory I don't buy. Everything else, it's like I will never reject it because there is no, there is nothing more evil than the than any government. It's not the United, it's all of them. They don't they to be there, you are basically already a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. You have to be. It's unfortunate. I mean, I'm sure some people go in there with the intent of like trying to do good, you know, whatever that looks like on their end. But like, you just mm -hmm. the 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 game is so far stacked against somebody running for office that you just have to stoop lower than what's already there to even make it in. And by that point, yeah. like you're you're just you're screwed already. You just have to keep going, like you know. So well, to, to get the real power, well, it's it's to get. I think this is the bigger problem because again, they can't control everything, but what they can do is they make certain that the people who will play ball make it into power. Right. It doesn't mean someone again, it doesn't mean that there isn't going to be someone who pops up who can who can do it, but they just make certain that that person's life is a living hell until they can get somebody in who will play ball. Someone who they've groomed over years and sort of helped along the way. Yeah. And like like the best the best kind of example I can think of that is uh before this latest pope came in who was the pope before him that they kind of overthrew mm. him and um he lives in the vatican still he can never leave yeah. until he dies but um oh, man yeah um ratzenberger yeah so like but that he, wasn't they, his pope name but that was his real name they, they didn't like him and so they just kind of overthrew his whole thing and he's just stuck there now <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh, sorry for him but not really but either way it's it's rough but I don't know. I think, I think we kind of covered enough as to. I didn't really know too much about specific examples and stuff, but it was just wild, kind of mm -hmm. looking up stories and like examples. And there was a whole shit ton of like actual examples of them yeah. trying to do this kind of stuff in the past, which is weird. Like the forest services and these clowns out in Oklahoma trying to manipulate the weather, and I was just. It was yep. a lot more widespread than I thought it would be, especially like early on, like in the fifties and sixties, especially like oh, in yeah. Vietnam and stuff. So it's wild. I mean, it's oh, it is the latest stuff in Dubai and now this latest thing in China. Like, so here's just one one more, I guess. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in chemtrails, <laughs> and would this be related in some way? Because I know in China right now they they're deploying seeding planes because right. because of like the heat wave and stuff so they're trying to make it rain yeah. make it rain um but like i would think that cam trails would be kind of related somehow what do you think no <laughs> well okay uh uh yes actually it was um it was pope benedict, benedict thank you arlene right. uh, I, could not, I could not remember his pope his official pope name because they all take their their own little names <laughs> um It's I love I love how you phrase that question because it's 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 a very Jasonian way of asking that question. <laughs> um do I do I believe in chemtrails? Yes and no. I you know it, it's I think people do look at what's very clearly just a, the com trail, you know, from you know it, that's and I like, see that's evidence of it. No. Do they but you know, is a chemtrail kind of a real thing? Yeah. I mean they are. 
the question is, what are they really there for? Right. When, when these, when it, again, any large popular conspiracy, I've really gotten to the point of thinking, okay, never discount it. But what is this? If this is in popular media, what is it they're actually trying to hide? Right. Again, it's the, it's the, it's the flashy thing around the, around the reality of it. Dude, we know they do uh, particulate tests on us all the time without our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Smart dust, uh, different types of chemicals in the air to, to track things. So, I mean, it, again, it, it, you know. It's rough, I know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, again, it's like, you know what? I don't have any reason. I don't have any specific knowledge myself on, on any of it. So it's like, the thing is, I think a lot of people because it's been it's as big as it is i think it's a i think that's a cover for probably something that they are doing that is what's worse is it may not even be overly nefarious it may just be careless like they may just be like well let's just see what happens when we drop this out of a plane and you're like <laughs> you know because they, they you know chemical biological warfare that's a real thing so right. uh it does it again does it have something to do with weather manipulation i'm certain that they've again that's what cloud seeding is right Right, but again, I think a lot of this stuff is cover for what they're really, really doing, and often it's just experiment. Again, the worst part is they may just be experimenting on us just to see how stuff works, and that may be like the most like it's not even they're like, well, let's see if we can turn everyone into a lizard. Um, thank you, Amazing Spider Man. Uh, it may just be like, let's see what happens when we release this particle over a major metropolitan area. Let's see if we can track and see how many people theoretically would die because we can see where the dust particles go like when they were injecting syphilis into people and just all kinds of crazy when they were testing vaccines yeah. on people and all kinds of crazy ass crap it's you want to okay the crate look into the atomic soldiers you want something that's really nuts the atomic soldiers mm-hmm. that is the most insane thing you'll ever you'll ever read and the stuff you know what they did around people who you know, we're exposed to high amounts of radiation and it's, it is insane. Like, please understand, we deal with some really, really evil people. And the worst part is they're not evil as in malicious. They're evil as in, well, let's just do this for science. <laughs> the words yep. for science should scare everybody. Cause that is used to justify all kind have been used. It's been used to justify all kinds of evil over the last hundred years. When they say trust the science, you should not trust all the science. You should not trust anybody, <laughs> particularly if there's a government and if there's government involvement. Yeah, I was trying to find, and I knew I was going to bring that up about the chemtrails before the show even started. And I had like a collage of pictures with like chemtrail pilots and like machinery set up and jets and all kinds of stuff. And I just remembered about it now when I said it and I can't find the pictures now. So I'll have to like put them up somewhere on social media. If you guys want to see them, I'll put them like on my Twitter or like Instagram yeah, or please. something on the, on the second page, but I'll send them to you personally after this. But um, for everybody else that wants to see them, I have a whole collage of pictures where there's chemtrail pilots like flying these planes and they show pictures of the insides with like schematics. And like yeah. one of the pilots is sitting there in front and he has a patch on his flight suit and they zoom in on it and it says, uh spray and pray and yeah it has like, like a switch on it and stuff so it's it's like what yep. so 
Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, that's why I, I do think there is something to that. And Magnetic is actually has a great point um, about, uh, you know, blocking, uh, you know, or disrupting uh, satellite imaging and, prob- you know, we don't know. Like, you know, I go back to the real question is the why, right? Like I said, it's, it's, it, it feels like a lot of the conspiracy theories designed to distract us from what the, from what they're really doing. And maybe things are just, you know, yeah. they aren't what we think they are. Right. And again, what is, what can they really be? We don't know. No one's actually come out and told us, but could be something as simple to his point could just be, Hey, we know that, you know, certain satellites are over. We don't want them to see certain things. So we're going to throw this out here and it'll interrupt. It's like spraying that that clear coat on your on your license so that the the screen doesn't catch it, right? Oh, yeah, because <laughs> it reflects back. It's like it, stuff like that's real. So it's like they they could be like, hey, we're just gonna put this over, make certain that the, you know some other government isn't seeing something. Yeah, it's all definitely within the realm of possibility. Somehow yep. it's it's wild. I don't know, but it's it's definitely interesting to kind of look at it. But um. Yeah, that that one has always been a, a weird one for me as far as chemtrails. It's 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 crazy how many people are divided on it. Like, yeah, like a lot of people really really believe in it, and a lot of people are like outright saying no. And it's never like in between. I never really find anybody that's like, well, yeah, I mean, it could be like this and this, but I don't believe yep. it's that. You know, so it's like either that's you believe it or you don't. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's, well, it's either either yeah. or. Yeah, it's like I. I Again, to say no to something means you have to have actual operational knowledge of all of it. And I don't. So now you give me again, if you can give me a good argument, I can say, okay, well, then your theory shows that perhaps it is a, you know, that's a small, you know, the the logic is good. Okay, but I'll never rule it out entirely because I don't have operational knowledge. Yeah. Yep. It's wild. It's. I'll have to find those pictures now. That I'm like scrambling to find them, but I'll I'll find them so everybody can oh, look you, at them. You, you can put them on social media later. Damn, I knew I should have. I even thought about it before we started. Damn you. Anyways, um, yeah. So that was definitely interesting. I mean, we'll have to have one. I know I, I like this uh, the one from Titan here. This will definitely be a show in the future. So we'll have to get back together for that one. Maybe take a look at yep. it. So yeah. Great ideas. Um, yeah, everybody, if you guys have any other kind of crazy topics we can discuss, like shoot them down here in the show notes after the show or whatever. You can always email them to us as well or like on social media. You can even send them over to Jason as well. We'll figure everything out and see what we can do there. But I'll steal them from my show. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what's, what's going on. Um, yeah, good, sir. I appreciate it. Um, I guess pretty much everybody that's on here already knows where to find you, but for everybody else, yeah. when the show goes back up edited, um, can you let them know where they can find your shows and what you guys going on yeah. every week? Uh, yeah. Again, uh, we, we've got, you go over to Texas front porch. Uh, I mean, links to everything is at syrupapers.com. You know, it's a one-stop shop. I need to update that actually now that I'm on untold radio AM, but yeah, you can find me uh, Mondays and Wednesdays and Thursdays on Texas front porch. That's T E X apostrophe S front porch. Um, on Mondays, I'm with Tex. Tuesdays, I'm, Tuesdays, I'm, I'm actually on Untold Radio AM uh, with Dean Bertram on Mysterious Library. But Wednesdays and Thursdays, it's me and Rob. We uh, we question everything on Wednesday and Thursdays. Things tend to get a little more spiritual with the Siri papers. But I'm always around. Like I said, worst case scenario, if you've not heard of us, 
sewerpapers.com. It's the website. Links to everything. Yeah, yeah. Links to everything below as well in the show notes. Everybody can just click on over. Um, we have everything linked down below. When the show goes back up, edited. So I do take this down after we finish going live, edit the videos and stuff, and then toss them back up because we are everywhere as well. So um, that'll be probably tomorrow morning. We'll have everything set up. So that'll be good to go. Um, so I appreciate you sacrificing your Friday to hang with us and uh, talk about some interesting stuff, I guess. But uh, really appreciate, as always, you hopping on and giving us some fresh perspectives on whatever we kind of dive into. I love hanging with you, Paul. It's a great show. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody. Appreciate you guys as well. Everybody in the comment section as well. Thanks for throwing ideas out there. There's some stuff out there that I didn't really think of as well. So I appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, if you guys aren't already subscribers to the show, you guys know what to do. Hit that subscribe button down below as well as that like button. That really helps out with the algorithms moving forward. Um, you can also hit that bell icon so you guys don't miss any episodes in the future, whether that be when we go live or when we toss out our High Strangeness episode series. Um, you can find those as well. If you guys are on the go and you want to check us out, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio and Amazon Music at Truth Defender Podcast. Um, yeah, if you guys like what we do, you can share the link with a, with a friend, a uh, family member, or a colleague. Just uh, keep it kind of quiet at work. We don't want to get you in too much trouble. <laughs> I wouldn't be going to advertising. You will, get, you will get into trouble. Yeah, I don't want to want you guys advertising the crazy shit that we do on here. Uh, I don't want people to look at you kind of weird. Uh, that's all right. If you guys feel comfortable with that, shoot it out there. Um, like I mentioned, if you guys have any questions for myself or our guests, as well as topic uh, or guest recommendations, you can shoot us an email at thetruthdefender1776 at gmail.com. Uh, you guys keep out on Twitter or Instagram for those pictures. I'm going to be sending out to you guys and any other kind of show information as well. Um, I'll have our link tree link down below as well. That's the main link to all of our shows, rumble and wherever else we go up, we go up on uh, Spotify, all that stuff. So, um, that'll be like the main links. You can catch all the stuff we got going on. Appreciate everybody. Everybody have a great weekend. I know it was raining pretty hard down here in Texas right now where I'm at, um, thunderstorms all day. So that was pretty crazy. Accidents like crazy because nobody in Dallas knows how to drive when it rains. Go figure. Not a one. Uh, so, yeah, everybody stay safe out there. Stay blessed. And most of all, stay frosty, everybody. Perfect.